بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد باب استحباب العزل عند فساد الناس والزمان والخوف من من فتنة في الدين ووقوع في حرام وشبهات ونحوها قال الله تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ففروا إلى الله إني لكم منه نذير مبين صدق الله العظيم This is a new chapter Imam Nawi rahimahullah is introduced the literal translation of the heading which he has given it is the chapter which deals with the desirability of seclusion at the time of corruption when one fears tribulation so far as his deen and religion is concerned and he fears falling into that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden and doubtful or similar to that seclusion or the Arabic term for it is azala in other words a person goes away into some mountain or some cave and he cuts himself off completely from society according to Imam Nawi rahimahullah or according to this heading this will in fact be desirable and permissible if the situation becomes such that we reach a time where he says fasad nas was zaman where it is a time where sinning has become so prevalent that it is almost impossible when one remains within society to stay away from the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to protect one's deen and iman. If one is going to remain in society, is going to remain amongst the people, such is the prevalence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's disobedience, that there is a very stark and a real danger that one will lose his deen and his iman and he will become involved in haram and the doubtful so in that instance, Imam Nawi rahimahullah will see in the ahadith that follow, he says it will be permissible, in fact desirable, if one has to adopt seclusion or has to cut himself off from society. In reality, ulama ikram mention, they say, أَفْضَلْ هُوَ الْمُؤْمِنَ الَّذِي يُخَالِطُ النَّاسِ وَيَسْبِرُ عَلَىٰ أَذَاهُمْ The ideal situation and the most virtuous is even when there is a prevalence of sin, when people are disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala around you, most virtuous would be that believer who mixes with the people and he makes sabr. He patiently perseveres on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's obedience despite the taklif and difficulty that he receives from those around him. He mixes with the people and joins good upon them forbids them from evil, invites them towards the truth, towards deen, elaborates in front of them what is sunnah, and calls them towards the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the taklif and difficulty that he receives from them, he will make sabr upon that. However, if the situation retrogresses to such an extent that this person can no longer engage in dawah, calling people towards deen and there is a very real danger 
that by remaining amongst the people he will lose his deen and iman, then only in that instance, ulama kiram say it will be advisable for him to adopt seclusion and cut himself off from the people. The verse of the Qur'an which Imam Nawi rahimullah introduces in explaining this chapter, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ إِنِّي لَكُمْ مِنْهُ نَذِيرٌ مُّبِينٌ The Arabic language, when it comes to running, there are different terms that you can use. سَارِعُوا سَابِقُوا تَهَرْوَلُوا Different terms can be used. All have the same meaning of running. But when it comes to فَرَّيَ فِرُّوا Ulama Ikram say that it creates a meaning where one is in very, very real danger. There is danger from every direction. And there is only one road to salvation, one direction in which a person will be saved. This is Farraya Firru, to run away from everything towards one source or one direction. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Fafirru ilallah. Run towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala amin jami'i ma'adahu give up everything else but Allah keep Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only in front of you the meaning or clearer meaning of this we get from the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wherein we find in dua'i ma'thura in the du'as which are manqool and narrated by Rasul Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we find this expression, La malja wa la manja minka illa ilayk. There is not, none we can lean upon, nor anyone we can get salvation from. From every difficulty and hardship besides you, everything emanates from Allah and everything goes back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La malja wa la manja minka illa ilayk. This is the intonation, or this is the underlying imagery that is created from this expression فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ Every road leads to destruction. Everything carries danger and harm. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the salvation, has the succor, the comfort, the success with Him. So give up everything and run towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِنِّي لَكُمْ مِنْهُ نَذِيرٌ مُّبِينٌ Rasulullah sallallahu is commanded and he says that verily I am for you a clear-cut warner calling you towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and giving up jami' ma'adahu, everything else besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everything that will take you away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, run away from it and give it up. So although technically this verse was not revealed specifically to indicate seclusion, but it has that type of intonation or underlying meaning. When Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqasin radiyallahu ta'ala anhu qal, سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إن الله يحب العبد التقي الغني الخفي رواه مسلم The first hadith, the narrator is one of what we call the عشرائي مبشرة Those ten sahaba who in one majlis were given the glad tidings of Jannah by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They are regarded to be the most superior. Amongst the galaxy of Sahaba, it is the aqidah of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, that these ten, what we call the top ten Sahaba, Abu Bakr fil Jannah, Umar fil Jannah, Uthman fil Jannah, Ali fil Jannah, Talha fil Jannah, Zubair fil Jannah, 
عبد الرحمن بن عوف في الجنة سعد بن أبي وقاص في الجنة أبو الأعور سعيد بن زيد رضي الله تعالى في الجنة and Abdullah, one more Sahabi, name comes out of my mind. These ten Sahaba, Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, these ten Sahaba, Abdurrahman bin Awf radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, the ten Sahabi whose name I had forgotten, these ten Sahaba in one majlis were given the glad tidings of Jannah by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rizwanullah alayhi wa ajma'in. One of them was Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas radiyallahu ta'ala anhu. Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas is the narrator of this particular hadith. In it he says, I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying. In this hadith, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam describes three great qualities. And obviously the fact that they are great, we can understand from this expression where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Inna Allah yuhib Allah Ta'ala loves that person who has these three qualities. So obviously these qualities will be such that we should desire them and we should attempt to imbibe them within ourselves, within our lives. Very comprehensive qualities they are. Inna Allah yuhibbul abd at-taqi. The first quality, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a person who is righteous. In other words, a person of taqwa, yattaqillah, fayaqoom bi awamirillah, wa yajtanib an nawahillah. That person who fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is righteous, upright upon the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, stays away from those things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited. In other words, the basic tenets of deen, primarily salah with jamaat, discharges, zakat, fast, fulfill the obligatory fast, perform hajj if it is compulsory upon him, preservation of family rights, kindness towards the poor, the orphans, etc., having the correct morals and imbibing in his life the example of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa This is a comprehensive term, a muttaqi person, a person of taqwa, a person of righteousness, a person who is upon deen. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says, this is the first quality, inna Allah yuhibbul abda taqi al-ghani, Al-ghani, in other words, a independent person. This word, ghina, there was an entire chapter, obviously, we, we went into it in great detail. Literally translated, ghani means a rich person, person who has a lot of wealth. That is the literal translation. But in shariat, we find the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where in Nabiya Pak said, لَيْسَ الْغِنَا عَنْ كَثْرَةِ الْعَرْضِ وَلَكِنَّ الْغِنَا غِنَا النَّفْسِ He said, true wealth is not having a lot of possessions. True wealth is the wealth of the heart. In other words, whilst literally translated, this word al-ghani means a wealthy person. What it actually means, a person of independence, who doesn't stretch his hand out to the makhluk, who has istighnayat, he is independent. His gaze is upon, only upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And very, very important, he is content with that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says, Inna Allah, uh, Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas radiallahu ta'ala says that he heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa saying that Allah ta'ala loves a person who is righteous, has taqwa, al-ghani, who is independent and content with his lot. And the third quality pertinent to this chapter, al-khafi, 
This word al-khafi literally translated means concealed. What the intonation of it means, a person who adopts humility is not looking for name and fame. He's not looking or he's not in any way trying to get people to look up towards him. But in fact, he is khafi, very, very simple person, person whose gaze is not towards the people, who stays out of the limelight, discharges his commitment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam without looking for any wahwa and shabashi from people. This is one meaning of al-khafi. And the other meaning which ulama ikram have mentioned, which is why Imam Nawi rahimahullah has mentioned this particular hadith under this chapter, Istihbabul Azala, chapter which deals with the desirability of seclusion, is that this al-khafi concealed, in other words, conceals himself, cuts himself off from the people, and stays away from the limelight, stays away from the masses, thereby protecting his deen and his iman. Just to recap this hadith, Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas radiallahu ta'ala is the narrator. He says, I heard Rasulullah sallallahu saying that a person who has taqwa is righteous, independent, and he is concealed, al-khafi, such a person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves him. So we should endeavor to bring these qualities in our life. Allah give us tawfiq subhanahu wa ta'ala.